Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. In our last episode, we did some more exploring. Um, we, we got a lot. Our bellies were full of adventure and exploration. And sand. So much sand. <laughs> I hope you all left room for dessert. Dessert. In, in my cracks or just in general? I'm going to just leave it silent there. I feel, okay. <laughs> I feel like I've been made fun of officially now. Thanks. Thanks. It's not my fault I can't spell, okay? It's not my fault. Oh, what? Oh, What's you that? didn't know. I went live on Twitch, right? And I'm like, we're going into the Gerudo Desert. But I spelled desert like dessert because I don't know Yay. how to spell. And so it's a, into the Gerudo Desert. <laughs> I thought you were making fun of me. Oh, no. No, no. no. I was just making a bad pun. No, well, it worked out. Just throwing them dad jokes out. Um, so, yeah, I, one thing I wanted to say at the front, this is something, again, this is me. I'm hoping you all picked up on this, too. Maybe it was something in Breath of the Wild I didn't pick up on. Gerudo? They all pronounce, like, they all pronounce it, pronounce it Gerudo. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember Even, even Ganondorf did. Yeah, even Ganondorf. I went back and listened to the, his this scene that we talked about in a previous episode, and he said representing the Gerudo. Yeah. So right. Even even you know, it's not even that it's like that you know speaker, that voice actor saying it that certain way. They were guided to say yeah, it to pronounce it that way. This absolutely isn't a situation of like um, like Zelda being British and no one else is British. It's mm-hmm. they gave. They told everyone, like, hey, that R is, like, a flap in there. And so, like, you have to say the flap R, um, which is what that, like, LR combo sound is mm-hmm. called. So. But that might be, like, an, uh, I don't know, like, an, an ancient ac- accent. Like, do have we heard uh, Urbosa or... Read you say that I, I guess I don't know. That's why I need to go back and listen. For whatever reason, I feel like Urbosa did not pronounce it that way. I didn't. I didn't. But think read so. you. It read you does. Read you does pronounce it that way though. Oh yeah, read you does. That's I, where it started. I yeah. don't think Urbosa did, but I'm not positive. That, and she would have been like the only person really doing that, unless Zelda said it at one point. But it feels like it is a stylistic choice mm-hmm. to say. This is how we pronounce this name going forward. Zelda says Gerudo um, with a British accent. She does not do the flap. Respectful of the other of the other societies. Are does you she saying say it with her pinky extended? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Only like when tea, she hits tea in hand. <laughs> tea in hand. Yeah. Pinky extends only when she gets to the Gerudo. Uh, so, so what you're saying is, is what I thought. 
it, how I thought it was pronounced, uh, which I bring up on the Ocarina season back in middle school, Gerardo uh, is not correct. It's definitely not. Okay. <laughs> that has been settled. <laughs> uh, no, we met up with Riju. Um and she was doing her training. We solved a puzzle for her. We raised this temple, and that is where we left off, entering the temple here. Uh, it's a pretty though, big temple, like just but, on the map. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. It's very that large. That is true. Uh, but unlike, I, I have trouble thinking of a game, uh, uh, a previous Zelda game that did something like this, where we had a boss, mini boss fight a pre-boss fight before we even get in the temple. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So when we finished the last session, the instructions were, you know, get to the temple. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll walk into the entrance of the temple. There'll be a warp point in there. And I immediately trigger this boss battle. And I'm like, oh, no, I have made a mistake. <laughs> At the end of the last episode, we also uh, the Mothala was uh, the name Mothala was evoked or mm-hmm. invoked. Yeah, um, the yes. flying uh, the flying little Gibdos. moth Gibdos. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was spot on, wasn't it? Have Good you, job, yeah. Deacon. So, have you ever considered? You know how you know we have our zombies, right? Have you ever considered maybe um, chitinous zombies? You know, with like a carapace on top of them, and also they can fly. Perhaps wouldn't that be so interesting? Well, great news yeah. that was here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it established that Gibdos in this are corpses? Are like the are like fallen corpses? Because I'm thinking the whole time that okay, these are all just insects. It's then. not. Um, it's not said specifically. However, comma. Uh, like in dialogue or whatever, but they are all full of arrows and weapons. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just people that have tried to fight them in the past and have lost. They also have internal bones. Um, external. Internal. I don't think insect. Yeah, insects don't have internal bones. So yeah, that's true. Um, they have outside huh. inside bones. They have outside inside bones. They're outside this and this is inside. also true. It's oh, gross. okay. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Come for the Zelda. Stay for the science. Uh, they're not all that intimidating. Um, they oh, I'm bored pretty, of them already. Yeah, like pretty quickly. I I think I said when I first saw them, I thought they were gonna be redeads, and I hit them a few times. It didn't know, like it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I realized they were Gibdos, the the fear dissipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was waiting that first for encounter is pretty fun, but yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. I was waiting, like, no, I had the same thought because we saw we saw these creatures in the trailers before. We didn't really talk about this. Mm-hmm. Everyone just assumed these were re-deads. Mm-hmm. So we were expecting that. I was expecting the scream, the paralyzing scream. Uh, we didn't get it. And Oh, you didn't we'll shriek see... one yourself the first time? No, I don't <laughs> think these, I mean, these, like, these things are, like, gross looking. That but they're not, me. they don't scare me. Um, I'm too tough for that. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I You're the hero. I was less scared of these than I was uh, the first time I encountered the gloom hands. Uh, the oh, first, yeah. sure. Those, the are the, first time, those are the worst things. Yeah, the first time I encountered the gloom hands, I like set my controller down and was like, I need a minute. I need to breathe. Um, yeah. When I saw these Gibdos, I was like, ah, hmm, this is weird. Not, there's no scream, so it can't be that bad, right? Um, 
Yeah, I came. I was in town. Like I was in a, uh, you know, desolate town. Uh, so that was kind of a fun way to to first encounter them. But yeah, you know, nothing much after I, that. I would posit that the first time you dealt with like the baby frocks in the darkness and you didn't know what was going on, that could be something that was pretty scary. That was scarier. That would be up there. I feel like. <laughs> And the big frocks, where it was dark, <laughs> and I did not know what was going on. Yeah. Um, I feel like you got huge any- things are slightly less terrifying. Like, the big frocks wasn't terrifying just because it's kind of, like, large and goofy. Yeah. Mm. But it was dark, and I had no idea what was happening. Um. So the yeah. Gibdo... I pulled it up, the Gibdo listing in the Hyrule Compendium, uh, mm. just to see what it says about it. Yeah, and it yeah, let says, us know. Um, a monster that appeared along with the Sand Shroud. Though slow to move, they can fight without faltering to physical attacks thanks to their tough outer skin. On the other hand, they're vulnerable to fire and lightning, which can turn them white and brittle. So they're not specifically called out as corpses hot here either. They're monsters, they're monsters, right? That's the whole thing. They are monsters. Monsters is a is a is a class they're of sand nature, sand right? monsters. Um, yeah, yeah these like- are just the sand monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Queen Gibdo. Yeah. Um, this has been Gibdo talk. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Your deep dive into Gibdo. They're not. Uh, they're not big mummy guys. So, I, and I can't hug them. I'm mm-hmm. sad. No, that is true. So Queen Gibdo is in this like pulsing cocoon in the front of the temple that when we break it with Riju's electricity, it starts a boss battle. And I mean, it looked like anything, any other kind of big boss battle that we've played in this game of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Um, it was great. Yeah. And, you know, the the strategy is really to use Riju's power um, to stun it or mm-hmm. at least like get its get its outer shell off the same yes. way we dealt with the gibdos yeah expose the the outer shell um and then start doing damage because it will have a secondary stun sort of right um, gang up on it man okay i don't like this dynamic of your ai squad running around and me trying to be like where's riju riju come here i need to activate this thing Get near me. No, what are you doing? No, why Tolan, why are you blowing things? Stop. <laughs> Riju's uh, uh Riju's especially tough Riju to pin is, down. Riju moves too much. Tolan is always right behind you. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um Riju mm-hmm. is up close near the enemy, nine times out of ten. Because she's a close combat fighter with her two swords, but that's not helpful for activating her ability. You know what is you know what that is helpful for, and at least just fun as hell, uh, is Lionel fighting. Because Riju's right there when I hit the Lionel in the face, or Tolan hits the Lionel in the face and stuns it, and then I run up and I go, Hi, and you know, high five Riju, uh, starting the thing, and by the time I'm done, you know, I hop on top of the Lionel and beat the crap out of it for a second. And by the time it throws me off, just shoot one giant lightning bolt in the back of its head. It's great. Because she's nine times out of ten standing next to the Lionel. But when we're just like running around and I see things in the distance and she's not, you know, not ready to attack it yet. Yeah, it's tough to figure out where she is. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she's slower than us, too. So, like, we'll be running along, and she's, like, trailing behind rather noticeably, which is also mm. frustrating. And it doesn't seem like she deals with elevation as well. Mm. Which I think in the dungeon, there was a, a time where I thought she was, like, stuck below me. And then all of a sudden, she just, like, fell into the frame, which was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, she, like, ninja falls from the ceiling. <laughs> I, I ninja swam through the ceiling and it took her a while to catch up she didn't just she couldn't just warp right to me like tolan uh so yeah we do this battle we only get i don't even think it's halfway i think it's like a third of the health before it does yeah. a little cutscene and leaves um it's like a minotaur from hades situation sure <laughs> I don't remember it, but it's fine. <laughs> you can sometimes run into him before uh, he's the final boss. Yeah. Uh, so we go into this temple, which I didn't or mention final. this in the in the uh, Stormwind arc, but when we get in here, it says Lightning Temple, the mural's myth risen from the sands. And now I want to. I need to figure out what the st- Stormwind arc one was. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I don't remember what the what the the moniker given to the the dungeon was. Okay. Or the Stormwind dungeon was. Yeah. Does this have uh, anything to do with that there there was that kid in the shelter who was like having weird dreams or like made him like art on the wall? I don't know. No, I don't no. I, I mean, mean it's they, because we got here from the mural that oh. Riju no, pointed the, out. The kid yes. in the kid in uh, the Gerudo town who has the mural—that's a different mural. Okay, related mm-hmm. to There's a shop. Um, but the Wind Temple is called the Wind Temple, the legendary Stormwind Arc. Oh, not as cool. Oh, not as cool. No. Okay, so I was referring to it by its like legendary. Yeah, name. no. Okay. It's just got the it. Wind Temple, and then. This is the legendary name. I'm very excited to see what the other two are going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. This is super cool. Um, but now, yeah, now, but that's the thing. I'm going to call the other one Stormwind Arc, and I'm going to call this Lightning Temple. Like, it just doesn't hold the weight. Like, Stormwind Arc is so cool. It doesn't have a cool, like, name <laughs> because it's a lost, like, temple that you find because of this other thing. So, like, without having its own moniker, the only thing it can be is the Lightning Temple. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, like we're in the temple. temple. This was like the Colosseum in the Proving Grounds. That'd be different, but like you know, it's not. So, <laughs> uh, we get into this temple, and there is there's a lot of running around. What what turns out to be like sort of the the outer part of the inside of the temple before yeah. we get to like sort of the core. It's this weird preamble to the actual dungeon. Well, um, there was a preamble sort of in the last one. But there was a cool preamble. Yeah. Where we, was... like, ascended through the sky and then dove through a giant storm. This was the... hallways. Well, the equivalent to that one was us going to moving the light pillars and aligning the things and opening it up, in my opinion. Uh, because it's... it. Well, okay, so I guess the thing is... When we're exploring this, we keep getting updates of saying you're in Lightning Temple... 
one floor, you know, l- lower floor one or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's a room we get in the middle that is just called the Room of Ascension. Mm-hmm. And so it made it feel like we had a switch in there, too, just like in the Stormwind arc. Um, so I'm guessing that's going to be the theme of these. They're all going to have something that we're going to have to they're going to make us explore different parts before we can activate this core area. Mm. Uh but it felt like that is sort of where the temple started, you know, mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. right? I would agree. I feel like the desert portion to get here was more like, hey, just so you know, light puzzles are going to be a thing. So be prepared <laughs> for that. And then like the preamble into the actual temple, like post-boss, mini-boss, pre-boss encounter to like <laughs> when we get to the Room of Ascension, that was like, here's how the temple itself looks and functions so like Mm -hmm. you've got the tool in one spot and you get how the temple is going to work in the other spot whereas with the stormwind arc they were both in the same place so uh how do we feel about the light puzzles like bc what what do you what's your take on these kind of puzzles i mean i'm i'm fine with the light puzzles the thing that i don't like about the light puzzles is less the puzzles themselves and more how useless the mirror shields are um yeah it just feels like they're not if you could angle them in any way shape or form it would be pretty cool but it feels like they don't want you to unless you're moving backwards or forward so yeah very frustrating zero out of ten i hate the mirror shields i would like to do anything (laughs) with the mirror shields except what they want me to do with the mirror shield Mm mm-hmm Where's my wind, I never, where's my like wind just, waker like plop like take a knee and just exactly angle yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I never did it at all. Like I never attached a mirror to a shield that I had equipped. Um, well, there are so many enemies in this dungeon that have mirror shields that drop mm-hmm. mirror shields that I assumed that they wanted me to use a mirror shield, sure, mm-hmm. which you yeah. don't have to at yeah. all, and it's actually disadvantageous to do so, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely gotten switches by dropping a mirror shield uh, and just just holding it out over a chasm um, <laughs> to to reflect into a light to get a switch. So right. Um, yeah i i I love them in theory. Like you know, it is it is physics puzzles, mm-hmm. um, and the way you can like dynamically. You know, it's not just a static thing where you press this button and then this thing happens. There is wiggle room in there where there's a couple times where you're like, I have to freely place this one mirror down at just the right spot so that it'll bounce the light off of here to go around this corner here or something like that. Yeah. But otherwise, it's okay at best. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, I, I, just- I enjoyed the the act of just like, exploring the space and uh being like oh here's a sign right here i'll just put a mark on my map to be like be thinking about i need light going in this direction as i like i didn't tackle anything head on i just kind of did it as i found it it was like i'll need this later let's turn this on let's activate this Ooh, let's go over here and mm-hmm. i yeah i liked stumbling around and finding all the pieces but it's yeah, you know, they're light puzzles. It's fine. 
So like, I know we go in and they're immediately like, these are the things you have to find these things on your map, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like that happens Mm -hmm. every time. Yeah. I saw that the map closed. I immediately forgot I had a map and did the entire thing without looking at the map once. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm just like, where are these rooms? Why can't I find them? I think aside from the light puzzles, what I really enjoyed about this dungeon is the, I don't know what you call them, the like fork in a light socket puzzles where you're just supposed to jam something in like a gear to make it stop. I don't know <laughs> what it is about that that's so satisfying. <laughs> of just being like, hey, this thing is moving around. Stick a rock in it so that it doesn't. The Throwing a wrench in the, the machinery. Yeah. Like, yeah, destroy the machine. Pull the gear out of it. Just remove that little cylinder and then you're done. We you do have come across <laughs> We do come across the mushroom things here that drop the um gibdos. I was immediately just like, okay, what am I supposed to do since obviously Riju couldn't do lightning deep inside of this temple? No, she's doing whatever she wants. Yeah. Like she doesn't summon lightning from the sky. I don't know what she summons it from. Uh, but she can do it whenever. I do yeah. also wish we could do anything else to damage those. You can. You don't need lightning. What? What? Is, I just what hit them with bomb arrows. Oh yeah. Oh. Huh. So yeah. just whenever they open up and they do their little glow, when yeah. they're more glowy. Yeah. If they're glowing, bomb arrows work. I haven't tried any oh. other things, but bomb arrows. Like I didn't realize that lightning worked on them in the beginning. Because the first time I tried to hit one, it was like not glowing not, with Riju's yeah. lightning. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of dumb that you have to use bombs on these. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you did it differently. We all we applaud you. Do that. <laughs> did yeah. I eventually else... learned. but So I, I went in this temple and I was like, Shout I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to work my way down. Right? That makes sense. I get all the way up to the top and I go... Where do I go from here? Because I'm not looking at my map. My map no longer exists in my mind. I have no idea where I am or how to get anywhere else. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, what can I do? Uh, and someone in my chat said, use your special power that only you have. And I went, okay. And I ascended right into the boss room. <laughs> yes. I did that too at one point And I was just like, but you can't, it doesn't start, right? It doesn't right? do anything. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't do anything. Just the whole, the like, the gated door in the middle just opens so you can get back into the temple itself, which is okay. so weird. Like, how cool would it be if it actually just started? I there? yeah. Well, I jumped up and I was like, "Oh, did I mess up? Am I about to be <laughs> absolutely screwed?" And so I jumped out, and no, I wasn't. It was just a big empty room with four mushrooms in it, and I was like, "Well, this is mm-hmm. kind of lame. I kind of wish I could have just done it." Oh well. I did something very similar, but I accidentally ascended to the top of the building, which I assumed is where the boss battle would be, would be like on top of the pyramid. And I'm like, the only thing up here is, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like some ore you can mine is the only thing I saw. And so I just went back down. Okay. You got the legendary Gerudo ore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll come back and get that. Uh. Yeah, so like I said before, we have to go find four different um, lightning probes that are locked behind different things, and we got to solve different puzzles. One of them, you can see it at one point, but you need to like 
go up above it unless you were just happen to be up above it first. And then you got another laser Mission Impossible style drop down thing flying through. Although was it fire? It wasn't lasers, right? Was it fire? It was fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this sort of—I don't know. I, the temple was okay. I wasn't—I didn't have any mind-blowing moments in this temple. I saw yeah. multiple things in this temple in a way that I realized I don't think they wanted you to solve them. Um, I—that's like, what they wanted. Like I think they there were things to... where they. <laughs> Uh, like, for instance, on the second floor, there's like a room you're supposed to go into and a puzzle you're supposed to do to shine light on something. Uh, and I basically died at one point and I went back to the top and it respawned two mirrors, but it kept the first mirror that I put down. And so <laughs> I just used those two mirrors to point light down into the place where I needed it. And then like from the top, get light all the way down to the second floor when really I was supposed to solve a puzzle to just shine light across the hallway. <laughs> so you're, you found a new dupe glitch. Okay. You're a cheater. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like I said, that's, that's what they want, right? They want you to find all these different things your own way. There, but then I felt really dumb because I got to the, the last thing I did everything, but the one on the first floor and I was playing in handheld mode, so I couldn't see the um, the difference in like the the rock on the wall. Like I couldn't see that it was a different oh. color. And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I had solved everything in the dungeon, but the thing on the first floor that you had to just pull out a rock from the wall. So I had to. Like, <laughs> I was like, I got to look it up. I can't figure it out. And it was just like, pull the rock from the wall. I I have a tip for you for that. Uh, buy the Switch OLED. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally thinking about that. It's like, oh, this is what the the Switch OLED is for. Like, That's what it's for <laughs> for the slight color variation. <laughs> There's a uh, spot when when we're coming in. Uh, I didn't pull the. I didn't see the rock at all in that. Uh, I. You didn't smell what he was cooking. No, uh, I didn't see him coming. But no one ever sees the people's elbow coming. Um and. There, so I went like back through the the original path that like we had the the long and winding path that we had to take to get to uh, the room of ascension, and uh, it ascended through like a spot just like to the left of it underneath, and then then I saw the brick on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. There's times where you just do that, and you're just like, oh, I'm outside of everything now mm -hmm. okay Whoopsies. the first uh, <laughs> the first thing i do when i get into a dungeon is check and see where all of the floors uh overlap in any spot because i'm like i'm gonna need to get to that spot and ascend through as many floors as possible in case like you know there's just something hidden there because like yeah yeah with that ascend power um what can i break please I so it's it's funny that you all are talking about the map. I didn't use my map at all, right? Yeah. Like I'm playing on the pro mode and I don't even think about that there's a map in this game like for the dungeon. Like in my mind, if I bring up a map, it's just going to show me the world map and I'm going to be like that's going to be useless. That's not going to help me at all. And so I never even think about it. Uh um, You and Tegan just just not even looking. Yeah, I just forgot it existed. <laughs> just out of sight out of mind. I went, "Aha, map. Good. Yes." And then I left 
like, <laughs> it was really like, it, I felt like my link just went, this doesn't help. I can't read and just threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> it just, with how important it was in the last one, where like you were controlling the divine beast through the map, mm-hmm. uh, I just feel conditioned yeah. to, to, sure. to yeah. be in, in, you know, be staring at my map in the, in this game. After spending 40 hours or so in between this and the last dungeon, I haven't thought about it at all. I'm yeah. so happy that I don't have to control the dungeon through the map. You have no idea. It's yeah. so nice. Every I swear to God, every single time I play this game, I find a new way for this game to remind me that I struggle with conceptualizing stuff in three dimensions. Oh. And so whenever I'm like, I'm just like, the dungeon is static. It just sits here. I don't have to figure out how it's rotating around me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, anything else in the temple before we meet this mysterious boss that'll be waiting for us? Ooh, so mysterious. Did anyone get any cool pictures of enemies that maybe you hadn't seen outside yet before you came in this temple? No. No. I got a yeah. construct with a new horn. Um, oh yeah, there's I've a seen some Captain Threes, or yeah, yeah. There's a yeah I've seen some gold ones. Captain Four too. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, Captain Four has got a nice horn. It's got a good Captain horn. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice horn. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't get any pictures. Um, so I need to. I gotta remember to do that. We could talk about it after the dungeon. I had something mm. up there with that picture with pictures though. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about this boss. Circling back around. We get up there. Do we need to take a break? No, we'll take a break after. Okay. After the dungeon. Yeah. Um, we have the... It's going to be quick, I feel like. Uh, fighting the Gibdo. Uh, the Gibdo Queen. It's it's the same battle that we dealt with before, just mm-hmm. in a different room uh, with more mushroom so things around us. It's a yeah. nightmare. More tornadoes. More tornadoes. More tornadoes. More mushrooms. A mirror shield that ended up being completely useless when I thought it was going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Okay, so as we, if you, if you destroy these mushroom things around you, which you really should, because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to be surrounded by Gibdos. Uh, light sources come through the ceiling there and you can like, those are like safety spots now, right? Like you can go in there and the Gibdos can't hurt you. The queen Gibdo can Mm -hmm. still shoot. It's like sand laser or whatever it has. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's akin akin to like, uh, not, I was going to say Gibdo Gliok, like Mm -hmm. beam of sand. Yes, it's just sand. It's like power washing um, simulator, but a sand blaster. That's sand. Yeah. Power sanding. Um, but yeah, it, there's four of them. So you, I, I knocked them all out because I was just like, I don't want to deal with these Gibdos anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, I, and- I took care of them too because it's fun and I like picking up, you know, uh, creature drops. So Well, that's the thing. These didn't drop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, these ones like they could have just come infinitely and they wouldn't drop anything. Mm. And I'm wondering if that's that's the thing is that if they come from the mushrooms, maybe yeah. maybe the first batch drop, but then they stop. It's not even I, that. I think it was because it was a boss room. Yeah. 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 
there's I have so many Gibdo bones at this point. I don't. It's gonna be a while before I need more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, we're repeating the same things. Like they have a couple new tricks that they're using in this one, but unless you all did something differently, no, we just use reuse electricity to take its shell off and then try to do it again to get massive damage to stun yeah. it. And then wail on it. And then, yeah, uh, pulled out, like, a really, really strong spear and just, like, melted it. Uh, like, it took two phases, I think. But I did spend a lot of time screwing around with the sand mushrooms because I thought I had to. I gave up uh, halfway through. Bye, the- Tegan. Bye. Thanks for yeah, joining the season. I didn't fit. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I gave choo-choo. up trying to do... <laughs> the fight the way that I wanted me to, like, with Riju's power. Like, I got all the mushrooms, and that was it. I was like, Riju, I'm never talking to you again. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, I couldn't get a a solid, like, arrow hit when her lightning was up, and she was too far away, like, 90% of the time. And I just got real, like, pissed about it. And so I was like, fine. I just bomb-arrowed the thing until it fell apart. And then I put... um, a flame gliac horn on a stick and went, this is enough! And just flamethrowered <laughs> it until it died. I was like, I'm done. I hate this. This is awful. Reaches the worst sage. God. Uh, Nightmare. Yeah, it, I don't know that, what it was. It was just, I just couldn't do it. It just did not click after like the, when it entered the second phase and started doing the tornadoes, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I want out. <laughs> Yeah, th- I think that was part of the reason why I pulled out the strongest thing I had and was just like, I don't care. Uh, it took me like a couple minutes to get this phase, like, to get this chance. Because, yeah, you're right. It Like, you have to trigger Riju and then survive the tornadoes, which I, I feel like uh, Coldera, Colgara's tornadoes, mm-hmm. much easier to deal with than these. Well, also, if... Uh... Colgara's tornadoes, like, it didn't matter. Like, you didn't have to aim anything through them. It didn't rely on um, Tulin mm-hmm. being there. But if mm-hmm. if the Queen Gibdo blew a tornado and it hit Riju while she was charging, that just nulled her charge because she went sprawling. So, like, she was in the wrong spot all the time. It was so <laughs> frustrating. Just let me switch into her brain like I could do with like Medley and Makar in Wind Waker and I'll just do the lightning strike myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give her the courage to use lightning. Exactly. BC, uh, this this pretty easy for you too? Yeah, I mean, it's super straightforward. Um, I ha- Like, I eventually just... Instead of trying to get the two hits, kind of like Tegan said, and worry about getting or Riju getting swept, I just was like, "All right, I'm gonna pick um, what is it the the flux, the flux construct, whatever the biggest flux construct weapon I had was mm-hmm. that I've been saving forever." I was like, "I'm just gonna use this until you die," and uh, pretty easy. Well, I, I, I do love blow. the animation of the Gibdos flying into the sun and then just like incinerating (laughs) that was pretty that was worth it that's Mm -hmm. the best part of this boss fight for me when you did the final blow did you say get fluxed yeah (laughs) 
I don't know if I'll keep that in. Uh, so, <laughs> like, it's like, a bad yeah, joke. As soon so. as it happens, like explosion. Yeah. And then you put Link your walking Link, away. Put what? Put the coolest like Link hat you you know head piece you have on and walk away. The mushroom one. I got the I mushroom got cool one. one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a cool one. Uh, I got a cooler one. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, we will see the aftermath of beating this boss. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. We beat the Queen Gibdo, and we are treated to a heart container as well as a cutscene. Um, in this one, we see the Gerudo ancestor talking uh, to Riju about, you know, t- telling more of the story. I don't feel like we gained much from this information. That, like, TV, yeah, it was. Is this- I feel like because of the nature of the game and the fact that you're going to, you know, you can go to any one of these places at any time. You're not going to get a ton of story just from one mm. individual, um, one individual boss fight. Cause it was, it was essentially the same story we got from the other person with a slightly different angle because mm. she told us about like, Oh, we, we created the the demon king, uh, so now we feel extra responsible for stopping him. Yep. Yeah. Right. That was like really the only main difference was um, the Gerudo ancestor being like, "It's our fault." Like. Yeah. Maybe it's like not directly our fault, but like this is our this is our responsibility. This is a member of our tribe. This is our like we're the ones who because he's the first. The male, like, we're the ones who historically put him in charge. It's literally our responsibility to clean this up. Like, we, we, everyone else has, like, a, a reasonable out. We do not. We have to be here. Like, and that was the only main difference between this and the Rito story. There is, did you all know, I mean, BC, I know you, you haven't, played beyond this at this point uh so we're still going to talk about some some stuff in the town and some other exploring things uh nothing like major story-wise but uh brian tegan did either of you do the gerudo balls yeah uh-huh i did no the, okay the that is. that story yeah that's is real so story. much cooler than this cutscene. Yeah. Uh, um, if you haven't, we'll talk about if it. you haven't done the eighth story the eighth heroine quest yet um uh, the eighth heroine quest there was a similar one to in breath of the wild where um a guy who was really into link when he thought link was a girl 
um, was trading shoes to you for um, different help, like with this eighth heroine story, because he didn't think it was like real. Um, so mm-hmm. we have that like historical precedent to like build on, and that makes this version, this like update to the eighth heroine's tale, very very good. Okay, so good. We'll circle back around to yeah, it. Though. Yeah, I just wanted to. I wanted to check that. Uh, I do have those those boots that he was yeah. giving us in this game, but <laughs> not not from not from him. I got him without having to play with him. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, so we get, uh, well, Riju gets her power. She gets her stone. She gives us the uh, ability that is identical to what we got from Tolan, where she is just going to hang out with us now. We can have multiple people hanging out with us. So that's interesting. I was going to say cool. I don't know if it's cool yet because it's kind of weird just having these these AIs running around you at any time. Like we've, I think we've all played games where you have a party with you and sometimes the AI does things that you're just like, why, what are you doing mm-hmm. right now? Um, yeah. So we'll see. It would be nice to have a button for them, but all the buttons are taken and that's some. Um, so. And I mean, you I had would... to go in and select it. So yeah, it makes sense that you'd had to do it from the menu. I would say, I don't know. Let us hold down the whistle button. Cause that almost feels like it fits in there naturally. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's a call. You're calling out to someone. You hold down the whistle, and it brings up a little and wheel. And then you squat. And you can select it. Um, then you, you hold, squat. Yeah. It, see, it has to be two buttons, because this game has too many buttons. Or it doesn't have enough buttons for all the things it's doing. So you have to whistle, then squat. Um, but the the storm is has dissipated around the, the town uh, now that we have taken care of the Gibdo Queen. Uh, Riju also says that Gibdo, Gibdo attacks have calmed down as well. Uh, so that's that's cool. Yeah, uh, at least in town. Mm-hmm. She does say she has no more information for us in terms of what w- Zelda's current whereabouts, but she did just flat out be like, I did see a vision, and she was in the past. Do you think Do you think that was her in the past? Mm-hmm. She's like, Wait, that, oh. that, was that her Zelda in the past? And then she goes, nah, couldn't be. Right? <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. There's a sage called the Sage of Time. Is there any possibility that they could time travel? Nah. <laughs> it's too crazy. <laughs> they were wearing different clothes, so. Can't be her. Yeah, impossible. Can't be her. Nope. Not possible. Uh, but this does leave us free to explore uh, a lot more freely now, that or easily now, and... There's a lot of holes to fall down into and some mm-hmm. caverns, some people to find. But I do want to talk about these orbs. Um, there is a quest in the Gerudo shelter that uh, you can talk to someone who this is, a, once again, the Zelda series teaching me new words. Stella? Stella? Mm-hmm. One of them was talking about reading this this stone carving mm-hmm. thing that was on the wall and talking about like what it means, but she called it a thing and I was lost. I was like, what are you talking? Is that the ball? Is the ball this stele? What, what is that? I oh, don't know. The understand. balls are, are factor into these little, cause I thought these were like the columns she was reading. Yeah. She, she was, is. She's reading the column. It's this is a, this is a quest that leads into 
that quest. Okay. This is actually like a series of like five different quests that you have to do. Okay. Um, talking to different people, helping other people, um, and then also helping her out with pictures of these uh, inscriptions. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I couldn't. Uh, I'm missing two of the inscriptions. I could not figure out where they were. There is a group of uh, Hylians over in the bazaar that yeah. w- lost one of their people, mm-hmm. and so they, got a they ball. have one. Yeah, you can get their ball, uh, but then everything else is in the Gerudo city. Yeah, um, a couple of them are in the shelter. All of those inscription columns are in the shelter underground. Too, okay, by the way, uh, you don't have to leave that area. You do. There is like one that's a little bit. You you start to go into an underground area that's outside of it, but it's over there as well. Mm. But you do have to get all those for her before she'll relinquish her orb. Um, okay. And it'll start okay. a new quest for her. I see. The I will yes. Say, this quest made me miss Magnesis. Um, <laughs> yeah. All the orbs are metal. First of all. Uh, like when you, if you drop them or kick them on accident, they make that nice like ring sound that I was so used to hearing. Um, but also I realized Magnesis could reach further than Ultra Hand can. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, like having to transport all those orbs. I got very annoyed. I'm just like, it's so short and I can't change the camera angle at all. I have to look where Hand is looking. It was very frustrating. Yeah, but, the like, vertical too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultra Hand does not, you can't lift things as high as Magnesis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this is called the quest line. It's called what? The eighth heroine. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Uh, Tegan, I'll, I'll let, I'll let you go from here. Like tell, tell us no, like what we learned here. It. Well, I want to, I want to talk about it. I think it's awesome spoilers. because the thing is, well, we're going to have some spoilers, I guess. Um, but the thing is, I mean, we're leaving this town. We're not going to be talking about this necessarily after this. Yeah. I see. Um, okay. So, um, you get all the orbs. Put them all in the We're not... Room. Hang on. Well, Brian, I just want to say, we're not telling you anything you didn't already know, but it's more of just, like, having an understanding of how their society has handled this information. Okay. The answer is not. I sure haven't. <laughs> um, so, you get... So, but if you still want to go ahead and remove your head... No, all right, head. yeah, let's, let's okay. go. So, you get all the orbs... You put them in the little pedestal, as you do. They're color-coordinated and simple matching. It's very fun. Um, <laughs> it opens like a secret hole in the ground, just like the one we saw okay. in... Um... Yeah, go ahead. Actually, okay. This That's... is the stuff, kind of stuff I didn't want to hear. Yeah. Okay. Right, um, so it like, opens a hole. There's a bigger orb that we then have to transport across the desert <laughs> to a second secret location. <laughs> With more orbs? With more. We have only one large orb no. this time. Um, but the large orb does have the, like, traditional symbol of the Gerudo society on it. So, like, that's cool. Um, you have to put I'm it I'm an in... orb traditionalist, so right. that's, that's good. Yeah, well, this is the kind of orb you would really appreciate, you know? It's made out of stone. It's, it's gilded. It's beautiful. Um, you have to traps it all the way across, like, a different... To a different part of the... Like, way out of town. Um put it in the special switch, and then you get to run along a different underground passage that's full of Indiana Jones-style traps. And then you find out the secret. And it's so wild when when it is discovered. I'm not going to say what it is. 
Um, I want to talk about it, though. No, we can't talk about it. It's a surprise. But we're never going to talk about it. That's what this show is. I want everyone to experience it themselves. Uh, we could just say, hey, if you don't want to know about the... Oh, yeah, if you don't want to know the, the secret, secret, like, uh, take your headphones off now, skip ahead two minutes. Jump ahead five minutes, yes, if we don't want to talk about the secret. Um, so, the eighth heroine was actually an, a hero. Uh, and it was the, you know, it was, it was Ganondorf. And what they have done is at some point, probably after the first time everything went wrong, they hid away his statue and buried it and like literally buried it and tried to hide everything about it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the Gerudos, like current Gerudos don't even necessarily know about the whole hundred year thing. Mm -hmm. They, They don't know that this is a thing. They just know like there's some evil thing that's going on. So it's having, this is like the weird thing of coming into this, with our knowledge of the Zelda series, and especially with the Gerudo, their whole thing is that every hundred years so, they have a male. But no. in this world, no, no they, it's not no? him. It's not him. It is a hero. What? It's not him because he's not allowed in Gerudo Town. It's not him. No, he was the first though. That's what's saying. They're talking about like yeah, he but was. He's, one- he's an outsider from Gerudo Town. He is not a Gerudo. He's out. I thought they were it was, like he's hmm. outside Gerudo Town. He cannot come in. It doesn't matter that he saved our entire society. He can't come in. He's a dude. Um, and so they do all this stuff and they build these statues and they're like, we're so the the seven traditional like Gerudo warriors are like, we're so sorry. This sucks. Here's your monument. We're gonna hide it and we're gonna put a bunch of supplies here for you. So if you ever need our help, this is where you can come. And then, oh, and then they bury I it all that. Okay. so that no one else sees it. And it's just like the seven heroines. Here they are. And maybe an eighth, but nobody knows. But nobody knows because it's not a Gerudo. And it's a dude. Are is we it, sure it's not a Gerudo? Is it Raru? Is it Raru? I don't know. Mm. It's not a Gerudo. Well, because like the whole thing with the, um, with the arc was that, you know, the... Some random Zonai came down and saved mm-hmm. saved the Rito in their time mm-hmm. of need. So did some random Zonai come down and save all of the Gerudo village in their time of need? It's quite possible. Maybe that's what but it it's is. Absolutely, I it's like not, mine better. I like yours better too, but it's not. They specifically say he's not a Gerudo, which is why he can't come into town. Like... If it was like this is the first Gerudo male and he did a thing, that'd be one thing. But it's like this isn't even a Gerudo. Like he can't come in. He is a dude, and he ne- mm. he can't be here. Once again, me missing a few lines and ruining everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got so excited. Like, I think I I like my fanfic better. I like your fanfic uh, <laughs> better too. But like, ugh. okay, um. Any other things to talk about in the Gerudo Town before we move on? Uh, any other memorable things that you did in here? I went to the secret shop and bought some stuff. Secret shop's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I got yelled do, at for do, not do, having any abs. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, man, like you're cool for a Hylian bow, but like you got no abs. <laughs> no gains here. <laughs> Just like, uh, the, there is a class that you can help uh, the Gerudo talk to men 
and I already had a mask on, but I guess that was the solution is that you needed to have a mask to make it easier for them to talk mm-hmm. to you. I was already wearing like a helmet. So okay. it just it just immediately just went through the scene as normal. I, did my hood I assume up. that's why. Yeah, yeah, I did my hood up outfit because I was wearing the Gerudo like male the Vo helmet. Um, and it was like, I can't talk to him. And I was like, why can't she talk to me? It's like, hide your face. And I was like, okay. And I put my hood up and they were like, I can talk to him you now. And I was like, okay. I guess like from that angle, you can't see my face with the hood up. So maybe. Uh, I, know. I spent a lot of time in, in the desert, just uh, digging in caves and, and things. Did, so. you find, did you find our great skeleton? I did find a great skeleton. I found two great skeletons. I found, a great I found one in the depths yeah. and one in the sands. Yeah, I found one in the depths and one in the sands. And the one in the sands had a mini-me, which is wild. Little, it had a small great skeleton, big great skeleton, and then small oh, one. I thought you meant a small link. No, a small great skeleton. It was a big one and a little one. <laughs> so so it was in the ceiling. Yeah. Um. Which, uh, like, I have the video of my double take and and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but I just took it for a, um, uh, what are they called? A, a stallnox. A yeah, I thought it was a stallnox too until I found the tail piece. Yeah, but so it's the same. I can't find the head, but it's like it's the same body. Uh, thing. I'm like, where's that? Okay. Head? Yeah, because I waited around at night for it to come to life. And <laughs> I was like, cool, I get to kill another Stalnox. I need to, mm-hmm. to get this off, you know, out it of the is, way anyway. It's a baby one. It's the exact same. It's in the same position as the big one, too. It's got the same, like, there's like this one, like, weird little thin bone that's, like, securing mm-hmm. the big one to the ceiling. And, like, it's got that little fin bone sticking out of it. So it's like, it's a small, great skeleton, tiny one. So I so I took the tail and I stuck a sword to it. Oh no! <laughs> and I favorited that. So now I can bring up the baby's tail at any point, and I will probably fix it to a you know boat or something, and it will be part of my <laughs> um my you know make it the, the ornament on the prow of your ship. Mm-hmm. You yeah, there behind Riju's throne, there is this like uh it, it's like the source of the water um and there's a top to it that has one of those sand what are they called sand seals the sand seal the sand seal i i made a vehicle out of that yes. <laughs> i like made that my base and then put wheels on it that's and i was like there. all right here we go <laughs> did you go get a plushie um, from her room yes you confuse a, a plushie to your shield and then you just have yes. a friend with you just take her toy um, i want i want it so we are told that uh, Bolera, who is Riju's like uh, right hand Gerudo, uh, right is it Vi? Is that how is that how it is? I forget. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Minerva, one of So right hand, rem, her her right hand Vi. Um, she said, "I'm sending her to Lookout Landing to find out some more information about what's going on here. You'll go find her there." So that's telling us go back to Lookout Landing. Mm-hmm. Um. When we do, I was hoping for like I don't know some more like depths quest or something like that. But really, all I got from it is I went to talk to Pura, and she said go to Terrytown. Mm-hmm. That's what she told me to do. She um, told me to go to two different places. Okay, because I have 
because uh, when I went down, I was just, when I first went down into the, I was just taking pictures of everything. Um, and I mm-hmm. found the next statue she wanted me to find already on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, she's like, the, the statue, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you mean this one? And she was like, yeah, you should go see where that goes. And I'm like, uh, that's a different direction than Terrytown, but okay. <laughs> Which statue? That, that was Joshua, right? You mean jo- Joshua mm-hmm. was doing that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Pronoun says Terrytown, and then Joshua says, no, go go over this way. And I'm like, all right. I don't know where to go now. <laughs> what we're going to do for the next episode is we're going to go and unlock the South Central Hyrule, uh, which will give us the Great Plateau. Um, there's going to be some cool stuff there. There's got to mm-hmm. be, right? That was such a big deal. And the surrounding so, areas. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I've been yes. dying to hang out there. We'll unlock that region, um, do some exploring there, and... Yeah, you know, I, I do know there's a great fairy there too. Go check that out. Get your upgrades in there. She's nice. Um, and do all that, and then we'll be back here and talk about it on Shadow of the Wild. Yeah.